You are listening to An Ounce, Season 3, Episode 44, The Van Buren Sisters Are Probably Tougher Than You. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Every week, we put out a new episode to inform you, make you smile, laugh, and think differently. Thanks for dropping in. Do this now. Like, share, and follow, and that way you can be sure to get the latest bit as soon as it's released. Thanks in advance. And, And as always, I really appreciate those seven regular listeners who join me every week. Got a story about two sisters who aren't that well-known, but probably ought to be. Let's take a moment to set the stage. It was not until the mid to latter part of the 20th century that most folks were able to travel from coast to coast in the United States without a lot of preparation, plenty of fortitude, and a hefty bankroll. If you wanted to make the drive from coast to coast, well, that was kind of tough. If someone told you you can't get there from here, They were probably telling the truth. GPS hadn't been invented. Maps were not that great. And roads in the middle and western parts of the United States were not on maps at all sometimes. One was left to guess or ask directions from folks. The roads outside of the big cities were generally rough, poorly marked and dusty or muddy, depending on the weather. And west of the Mississippi, sometimes you'd be lucky to find a cow path to help cut through the brush. Early cars were not that dependable. And where the heck were you going to get gas? For the first few coast-to-coast treks with automobiles, it took months. Loads of planning, major financial backing, and guts. But let me tell you about the Van Buren sisters. These two women were probably tougher than you. In 1916, the United States was on the verge of entering World War I. And the Van Buren sisters, Augusta, 24, and Adeline, 22, known affectionately as Gussie and Addie, these impressive and talented sisters were active in the suffrage movement, and they wanted to help with the war effort that everyone knew was coming. They were outdoorsy and adventurous, and they knew how to fly and box and race horses, and they loved to ride motorcycles. The sisters knew they'd never be allowed on the front during wartime, but they could be very useful if they would be allowed to serve as motorcycle dispatch riders, carrying messages for the commanders. The soldiers used for this duty could then be freed up to fight. But they knew they'd have to prove it would work, that girls could ride as good as boys. Because the way things were in 1916, it was never going to happen. At least not without a big push. Women just didn't do things like that back then. To make their point... They got a crazy idea to ride from coast to coast by themselves on motorcycles. Legendary Indian motorcycles provided the ladies with two of their best machines, the 1,000cc Power Plus that could reach the blinding speed of 65 miles an hour. On July 4th, 1916, they set off for San Francisco from Sheepshead Bay Racetrack in New York. The first half of the trip was fairly uneventful. Just west of Chicago, they ended up in jail. See, in 1916, in Ohio, 
it was not legal for a female to wear pants. <laughs> and the leather gear these ladies were wearing included headgear, jackets, knee-high boots, and pants. And they were not in the company of a male escort. How very unseemly. Unfortunately, jail was an experience they had more than once on their paradigm-shattering cross-country trek because they were wearing pants. Early in August, the sisters reached Colorado and decided to take a little detour to the top of Pikes Peak, becoming the first two women to reach the summit on motorized vehicles. They hoped to push through the mountains to San Francisco in just a few more weeks, but August weather became a problem in the Rockies. Torrential afternoon rains created slippery, wet, and muddy trails. The bikes became impossibly stuck in the middle of nowhere in the Rocky Mountains, with no one around to help. The girls worked for hours to free up their heavy Indian motorcycles from the mud, but they had to give up and walk, hoping to find rescue. This bold adventure could have tragically ended right there. But to the amazement of the men in the mining town of Gilman, Colorado, two freezing women, dressed in wet and mud-covered leathers, walked out of the mountains and into town. The miners helped the girls get the Indian motorcycles free from the muck and sent them on their way. In the high and arid deserts of Utah, they faced a severe dust storm. Gussie and Addie lost their bearings and wandered for a time without water. They were lucky enough to be found by a passing prospector who was willing to share some precious water. He pointed the girls in the right direction, across the dry and unforgiving landscape, and they continued on. On September 2nd, 1916, after covering 5,500 miles, Gussie and Addie finally arrived in San Francisco, the second and third women to make such a trip. Well, they had great machines, money for gas, so they pointed themselves south and traveled along the coast to Tijuana, Mexico, just for kicks. The military, unfazed by their feet, rejected their application to serve as dispatch riders. These ladies had to wait another three years to even get the right to vote. Undeterred, both of these intrepid girls went on to more adventures in their lives. Augusta became a professional pilot, and Adeline a practicing lawyer. So here's the ounce. Augusta and Adeline Van Buren were born to privileged circumstances. Decided to take their privilege and do something more difficult than just hobnobbing in high society. These two became tough-as-nails trailblazers. Plenty tougher than me. They preferred to do hard things, things other people didn't do. They put themselves out there, took risks, and completely broke from the mold of the upper-crust lady. Okay, yeah, they did have advantages. But that's part of the importance of their story. They could have sat on their laurels and done nothing. They opted to take risks and do hard things. So, every one of us gets to choose between the easy road or the one less traveled. We can take risks, follow our hearts, work hard, and push boundaries. No one has to stay where they are. From moment to moment, we are ultimately accountable to ourselves. What's it going to be? Exist or thrive? How we live our lives is up to us. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. 
I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.